This is the Physical Activity Researcher Podcast, a podcast for researchers of sedentary behavior, physical activity, and sports. Join for a relaxed dialogue about research design, practicalities, and, well, anything related to research. Learn from your fellow researchers useful and relevant information that does not fit into formal content and limited space of scientific publications. And here is your host, researcher and entrepreneur, Oli Tikkanen. Welcome, everyone. We are going to have a great guest for this episode. Our guest received his PhD from the School of Physiotherapy, University of Otago, New Zealand. Then he was a postdoctoral researcher fellow at Umeå University, Sweden. He has worked as a clinician and academic in various professional capacities in India, New Zealand and Saudi Arabia. Currently, our guest is working as an assistant professor of physiotherapy at the College of Health Sciences, University of Sarjah in United Arab Emirates. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome our guest, Professor Dr. Asogan Arumugam. Welcome. First of all, I would like to thank you for this lovely introduction and an opportunity as a guest at this podcast. Yeah, great to great to have you. So if we go a little bit back to this, that when you when you came to University of Sarjah and and you had limited resources, didn't have a biomechanics lab, you you went with the sedentary behavior and physical activity research. And how did you start looking the devices and equipment that you can you can perform your your studies? So I was new at the time when I came to UAE for physical activity research. I had a proposal in 2016 on physical activity when I was working in Saudi Arabia. Uh, by then, before I could start the project, I moved to Sweden for my postdoctoral fellowship. Uh, but that idea has been in my mind to look at the physical activity levels of population in the Middle East. When I came back, uh, when I looked at the devices in the market, um, so w- one of the preliminary ones that I looked to was ActivePol before on my proposal. Followed by that, I came to know about Fibian. Um, so, so it's a new device in the market, but I want to try it and see along with ActiPol because one of the studies we compared both ActiPol and Fibian, it's under submission. So hope it will be published soon. We did it as part of your master's project. We found that Fibian correlated well with ActiPol in that study. Uh, but I started with Fibian, to be frank. Then I bought ActiPol to compare it later on. Uh, for one of the student projects. And uh, we found um, Fibian outputs are really easy to read. Even it's easy for uh, people who are using it. They need not be technically sound to read the outputs of the Fibian. So we found that it's quite easy with pictorial representations. It shows how many times in a day they sit and amount of time they spend in sitting and also long sitting, uh, how, how much time they do brisk walking, slow walking. If they do cycling or vigorous intensity activities, everything is shown graphically. It's easy for them to interpret. And it's also easy for them to set their own goals to increase the level of physical activity or decrease the time of uh, sedentary physical activity. Um, So all this could be looked at easily with the Fibian output. And above all, uh, your team has been really helpful. Whenever we had any doubts, um, especially when we start some research newly and especially we need technical expertise, uh, we are more clinicians and more academics uh, from clinical background as a physiotherapist. When you start looking at more technical data, sometimes we need technical expertise for 
to help us and it was really easy for us to approach you guys anytime and we had an instant answer most of the times and um, that's the most important thing i guess uh, for a beginner with physical activity research when you need people with technical expertise to help for example sorting out data uh, getting the variables extracted easily in different excel sheets with your own software um, removing sleep data and uh, data fixer tool that you people provided to us and the beta fibian research tool that gives a lot of research variables for all the different days um, we can look at the sum of it and also average of the activities for um, so it has been a great learning experience for me i started as a student with this research and uh, it has been learning experience and still i'm learning every day something new with the physical activity research Mm. Yeah, I, I don't remember exactly how it started, but I think you had just one or a few devices and you tested Yeah, we it. just asked for one sample device first to check how it works. Yeah, and what were the the main points? You mentioned quite many things already that you, you liked with it. What was the things that made you choose Fibion over, over the other ones, which are kind of better known and much, much more used in the, in the research in the, in the past? As I told you, the output was easy to read first for me. So that's the most important thing. The variables were easy to understand. And uh, you provided the tools to analyze it. I did not buy extra tools to um, or software to do all the data extraction analysis. That was one thing. And uh, even it was falling under the budget that we had. So that's one of the factors. And um, above all, we, we need a help with the technical part. And... Uh, from the beginning, we had that. That's the most important thing, I would say. And we had instant responses whenever we asked for help. Any problems with the data collection or any problems with the device, how to fix it. And those those things inspired us so much because we had help from you guys anytime that we wanted. And if we didn't have experience with ActiveWall much because I used to for first time. Um, there were some outputs that also shows uh, different variables but we wanted to do some customized analysis. We needed more technical help. Uh, probably if we had some collaborators who are using ActiveWall, we will be able to explore a bit more with that. So we are still at infancy with um, exporting and uh, looking at uh, different variables with ActiveWall. We didn't explore much yet. Uh, but for Fibian, we have been doing and trying different ways of extracting data and different variables that would suit our analysis. And and I think you mentioned that many of the studies are kind of combination of student work and research work. How has this? How has it been with students using the the Fibian devices? Using for one week, uh, most of the students felt a bit reluctant to place it on the thighs, and uh, uh, even for the other study in Emirati women, uh, for example, we wanted to include data if. They wore it for minimum three weekdays and one weekend day. Out of the seven days, we asked them to wear it. And each of the days, they should be wearing it for at least 10 hours or more. So that was the criteria that we used. When I looked at the criteria, out of 160 participants in the study on Emirati women, we had close to only 110 participants with valid data. Uh, but anyway, we tried the sensitivity analysis later on to see how it works when we included all the data that we had and we include only those valid data. Um, but it felt meaningful to include all of them in the analysis. So there has been a bit of reluctancy among the students and they were hesitant to put it on the thigh. So that was one of the factors, but we wanted to try different ones. We've used some 
non-allergic tapes, but we are trying to try different ones uh, from different brands and see how it's going to work for the future studies. But we try with the Thai belt, and uh, most of them complained of slipping it down. Um, so they were not comfortable using the Thai band. So And we couldn't use it on the trouser pockets because we found from one of the studies it is not providing valid or reliable data if you're going to place it on trouser pocket because it, the amount of movement okay, in the clothing could be different when it compared to be actually placed on the thigh. So it makes a difference. Yeah, the thigh wearing position, it is a little bit challenging, especially with, with women. And and I think the pocket wearing position, if you have kind of a snug, small pocket that it actually stays against the thigh, then it gives rather good, good. of course, not as good if it's taped against the thigh. But yeah, that's that's a little bit difficult one with especially some some participants. And of course, the other option is to wear the device on the wrist, but then you don't get accurate data from sedentary behavior. So yeah, it's kind of a trade-off. Yeah, and and have you had any any other challenges with the measurements, whether whether students, whether whether women uh, with the with the thigh worn devices? Uh, sometimes. I don't know whether it was the problem with the device or they didn't wear it. And sometimes they didn't capture the data with a couple of devices. We thought it might be a problem with the device or we tried to fix it sometimes. And sometimes uh, when we give it to students, they try to um, use their own charges to charge it. Even they tell them not to do it. And they also try different things with the device that they give. <laughs> it has been a challenge to tell them not to meddle with it. <laughs> Yeah, all right. Students uh, want to do all kind of. Uh, they kind also of want thing. to experiment it, <laughs> and sometimes there is a possibility to lose the device. Luckily, so far we didn't lose any. Uh, there was one device that went missing, but we got it back somehow. So it's also important. They must. They also understand the importance of the device, and we need to use it again for research, and they need to keep it safe without making it wet. We give all the instructions that are needed for them. And we also send daily reminders for them to wear it. We seek ethical approval for that to send daily reminders to them. And and how do you how do you send? Is it SMS or email or how do you how do you do it? We manage it with SMS or through WhatsApp. Okay. Yeah, and that probably improves compliance quite a yeah, quite a bit. That that's important for us, I think. So we have been doing it for all our studies, for all the ones that needed at least one week of physical activity data. So we we send reminders every day. Yeah, I think that's a that's a really important point. We one of our customer had to pilot with parents and then children, and they were not for ethical reasons or with the permission reasons. They didn't have the email or the phone number, so they had to rely on the on the snail snail mail old old way, and and they ended up losing like. 25% of the devices or they haven't got them back so I think it's really important that you can stay in contact all the time that you actually get the data but also get the devices devices yeah. back so always we we get ethical approval for this okay for getting some personal information maybe email IDs or mobile numbers along with it when you give the information sheet and consent form so one of the details that we collect along with the information sheet. Uh, the basic form that we use, demographic form, we also include some personal details. 
okay not for publishing them for research data but just for following up and we keep, we keep the data anonymized while we publish it mm. yeah that's that's a really good one and have you been also using the devices in your in your teaching or has it been only research devices till now it has been only research devices but sometimes we have some exhibitions at the university where students get to attend it okay so there'll be open days with different events from different departments so we try to display it in a couple of events so that people get to know and people are interested to see the fibian outputs we get get some displays uh, how the reports appear like and how they inform you about the physical activity levels and we also emphasize you know the guidelines that we have internationally including the who how much physical activity they have to do every week to keep them healthy and um We also collaborate with the dietary department here, clinical nutrition department. They also help with uh, questioners to look at the dietary aspects. Uh, so one of the studies on Emirati women, we looked at even the dietary factors using a customized questionnaire in collaboration with the clinical nutrition department. This podcast is sponsored by Fibian, a research device that has been shown to be valid in tracking sitting, standing, physical activity and energy expenditure. Furthermore, Fibian has been shown to be valid categorizing physical activity into light, moderate, and vigorous intensity. In addition to scientific accuracy, Fibian provides automatically produced and easy to understand reports for research participants. Get scientific validation and learn more about Fibian at fibian.com/research. Fibian from researchers to researchers. So have been using exhibitions, but not yet in the teaching. How how do you see the usefulness of teaching? Would you would you see benefit using it in the physiotherapy teaching or nutrition or? I think it has to be combined, because the benefits of uh, maintaining health doesn't come only from the physical activity. Uh, it also relies on uh, nutrition and also dietary habits, because I told one of the challenges. could be physical inactivity but the other could be even unhealthy lifestyle and food habits um so i think it goes hand in hand so what you eat is also important i do exercise for um 150 to 300 minutes per week and i eat all unhealthy food then i don't think it will benefit you much yeah i fully agree and and in your studies you have you have used the data exports to get more insight into the data have you provided feedback to the participants so we 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 are open to provide that uh, physical activity data so if they need we don't give the details of all the data because we look at so many variables but all that they need is uh, the physical activity for the week the number of days they have been working so for all those who are interested in looking at it uh, we are open to give them the output the visual display or uh, the graphical display that shows different forms of physical activities they they did and also the sedentary lifestyle or sedentary time they had on the report and how how did you share the share the reports did you send the link or did you send the pdf file or how do you do it in in practice uh we don't send the link actually but we give the reports hmm all right so you you create the pdf report and yeah. then, then send that one yeah that's that's good and so you have quite a bit of experience using fibian in, in different kind of project with student projects and and also with women what kind of projects you would you would recommend the fibian devices 
Uh, till now, we have used for collecting data only for one week. We didn't look at uh, studies that used uh, devices for more than a week. If at all, there have been studies that look at um, uh, devices for more than a week, and that could be tried. And because the device specifications mentioned that it could record up to 30 days, but we never tried it at. Uh, probably studies looking at it could do it in the future and see how far it's going to work. Um, uh, it sounds good for us so far with our cross-sectional observational studies that we have been doing so far. And probably you need to look at uh, randomized clinical trials along with it. But the technical aspects of the device um, has been almost good for all the devices, almost all the devices we have used so far, except for one or two ones. We had some technical glitches, um, but we didn't have any technical problems with the devices or the data that we had. Um, so it could be used for observational studies without any problems, as far as I think, based on my experience. Yeah, yeah, that's that's good. Yeah, you said that you, you've been measuring just one week, so our, our Phibian research device can measure 30 days of data with with one charge and i don't know if you heard we have now also this fibion sense the new device and that can actually measure 20 22 weeks of data i saw it on the website recently when i was just looking at the specifications of the device once again i saw that new device i didn't try it yet in for one of my projects maybe ever in the future yeah and and basically that device you can also wear on the on the wrist or or anywhere basically it records the raw data so I think that that could help with the comp compliance uh, with the participants. So if you if you want to collect long long data, it could be maybe from the wrist, and then you would get kind of maybe seasonal variations. And and if it's a behavior change, you could actually see see the changes throughout the time. Yep, it's interesting. Sounds sounds good. Um, and and you mentioned also that you have been comparing with the ActivePal. Uh, so was it not published yet? And how how was the how was the setup in this this study? Uh, we looked at uh, physical active data and sedentary behavior data for the whole day. So we gave the devices for one day, and both devices were worn on the thigh, as mentioned by the manufacturers. So both were worn on the same thigh. Uh, Fibian was worn on the upper thigh and uh, Actipol was worn on the mid thigh. And they were asked to wear the device continuously for one day. It's in a free living environment. We didn't instruct them what to do during the day. We just gave it and collected the data. Uh, there were some problems with synchronizing data. So we excluded five participants uh, when there was a disturbance of more than two hours of synchronization in the data because that will affect the validity of comparisons that we felt. And uh, we compared um, the data for the daytime only. We removed the nighttime data. Uh, we looked at the most active part of the data okay? uh, from the start of the work to the, the end of the work day. So we just compared. And pretty much, uh, pretty much the estimates were good uh, for sitting in upright time. Uh, for example, sitting, walking. And um, this was good for us. But we looked at only the time. We didn't look at the energy expenditure because the energy expenditure data basically the derivatives of the time because how much time they say we calculated the uh, energy expenditure we just compared only the time for sedentary and upright activities it's under review now in the journal yeah all right that's that's interesting to to see the study 
Yeah, so it's been it's been really nice nice discussing with you and hearing about your experiences doing doing research in different continents, doing doing research in United Arab Emirates, and also how is it have been for you to use use Fibian Fibian devices? Do you have anything you would like to add into our our discussion? Uh, thank you so much for this opportunity today, Oli. Um, it has been really useful to discuss what we have been doing and uh, what problems we had in research and what we're looking forward. And I think it's important to incorporate physical activity as part of the lifestyle to prevent non-communicable diseases. And physical activity research is important to make people aware um, they, about their lifestyle, whether they're having sedentary lifestyle or active lifestyle. So that is the main reason why we started with this research as i told you we wanted to meet the physical activity guidelines at the end to remain healthy and one of the sustainable developmental goals of who and also part of the uae uh, we need to promote healthy well-being for all and the physical activity is important for that and so i advocate physical activity research for research who are interested and we are open for collaborations And uh, I would like to express that all the information that I provided are based on my own views and my understanding and knowledge and based on the collaboration that I had with other researchers across the globe on physical activity. And um, I do not have any vested financial interest in Fibian or I do not have any conflicts of interest to disclose. Uh, if there are any doubts or any questions regarding the research that we are doing, Are we open to discuss and people can send the emails to us and we are also open for collaborations uh, in physical active research or biomechanics and we have an active research group called neuromusculoskeletal rehabilitation research group at our department and also i collaborate with other research group called seen um, sustainable engineering asset management research group in the college of engineering so i work with two research groups if people are willing to collaborate we are open for collaborations Um, thank you so much for this opportunity, and uh, and my email I can provide it to you. Yeah, yeah, I can I can put it in the description of the yeah, episode. Please do that, yeah. and people can contact through emails. They're more than welcome to do it. And yeah. um, hope we all remain safe during this tough time of COVID nineteen pandemic crisis. Uh, hope we'll get through it soon. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's great. And and do you do you look some certain kind of collaboration? Uh, you you are doing the biomechanical injury research and physical activity research. Maybe you can tell what would be the ideal collaboration partners for two of your research groups, so the listeners maybe better know who 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 should contact you for the collaboration. Uh, uh, thank you so much for this important question. Uh, As of now, we are looking at uh, association between different factors um, that could affect the physical activity levels. It could be demographic factors, um, along with the other factors that we think more important that could affect the physical activity levels, including anthropometric characteristics, uh, dietary habits, all those ones we have been looking at. And we we are willing to look at uh, in effects of physical activity interventions on cardiometabolic outcomes and other factors that needed to be looked at for promoting healthy well-being and also those studies that look at um, effects of physical activity on cognitive function 
So these are some of the projects we have been looking at. And regarding the biomechanical analysis, uh, mainly my research has been focusing on individuals with anterocruciate pigment reconstruction. Um, so we are doing biomechanical analysis related to that. And also we are looking at brain activation patterns uh, during knee proprioception tests along with uh, Professor Charlotte Hagen and her team at the Emotion Lab of Imo University in Sweden. Um, so, so these are the uh, biomechanical studies or studies that looking at brain activation patterns in individuals with anterocruciate ligament reconstruction. Uh, we also look at um, how the physical therapist in UAE practice uh, or rely on international guidelines and clinical practice guidelines for treating patients with anterocruciate ligament reconstruction. Uh, we did one survey recently and we are analyzing the data for that. Um, so these are some of the areas of research related to anterocruciate ligament reconstruction that I've been working with. Yeah, that's that's actually interesting. So if anyone is interested collaborating there, there will be an email email in the episode description. And if I have forgotten to put it there, you can email me and I will provide the provide Ashokan's email. And I, I think that's very interesting that you are working with the ACL reconstruction. And I think it's we have been looking to collaborate that with the new device we can actually follow 22 weeks and i think it could be interesting to kind of create reference patterns how people uh, come come again to their normal physical activity and sedentary behavior patterns that could it indicate some clinical markers that after two weeks this person is lower than expected maybe we should do some special special things or pay special attention with this this patient for example so i think it could be good to discuss about collaboration yeah very true because some of the recent studies they started looking at physical active levels of patients with anterocruciate ligament reconstruction so it's one of the studies i have been thinking about but still not materialized um, so it's also important to look at the physical active levels of uh, patients with anterocruciate ligament injuries how they get back to normal lives and whether they get back to normal levels of physical activity or they get to objective levels of physical activity in relation to sports if they are sports persons yeah in my in my previous work i was i was product manager for emg devices measuring muscle activity and we had the protocol for acl uh, rehabilitation mainly strengthening of the quadriceps right after the surgery and i think with the biofeedback the first weeks you actually can get back to back to work three weeks before that the oh, kind of so it's that's it, interesting yeah it might be quite a big big difference but that's that's probably a different discussion uh thank you Asukan. it was really nice hearing your experiences and thanks for taking the time for this podcast thank you so much for your time and for inviting me as a guest for this podcast uh, it has been really useful for me um, to discuss and reflect on what I have been doing so far in research and um, hope we would have more discussions in the future too and thank you for your continued support. I would like to thank you um, and uh, Orto from your team who has been helping us with the data extraction and uh, fixing problems with the data with the Fibrian. Much appreciated. Um, thank you once again. Have a nice day. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for joining us this week on Physical Activity Researcher Podcast. 
If you like the show, make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing or following the show on Twitter. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. If you found value in the show, we would really appreciate a rating on Apple Podcasts or whichever app you're using. Or if you would, in a real old school way, simply tell a friend about the show. It would be a great help for us. We have a fantastic lineup of guests for forthcoming episodes, so be sure to tune in. Thank you all for your support and have a great day.